Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with me, and we are here for another Friday morning episode. Before we get into anything else, before we get into any kind of intro, Chris, start us off, like always, with the weather. In Los Angeles, California, it is mostly cloudy 68 with a mostly clear weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is clear 66 with a sunny weekend. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is mostly cloudy 39 with a sunny weekend. In New York City, it is mostly clear 56 with scattered showers this weekend. So, Nick, should we tell everyone the exciting news? Which exciting news? For you, next week is Thanksgiving, Nick. I'm sure you're over the moon. I'm actually really excited. Um, you know, I love Thanksgiving food. You know, it, it, I could point out, you know, it's glorious to be with family, hanging out, but, you know. Yawn. We got the food. And, <laughs> and Thanksgiving food is some of my favorite that I have all year. And there's so much of it to enjoy both on Thanksgiving and the leftovers. Chris, I don't know about you, but taking advantage of Thanksgiving leftovers is just, it's just, you have to. You can't just let those sit. You can't just give those away. You take advantage of them and you create some, you know, just almighty creations. Mm-hmm. You know, turkey soup, turkey sandwiches. You got some leftover potatoes. Turkey beans. stuffing sandwiches. Oh, there you go. I've never been a huge stuffing person, but I'd try that. You know what? Get out. <laughs> I know. You're no longer welcome on this show. Look, you and I argue about um, food selections all the time. It doesn't even have to be Thanksgiving. It doesn't even have to be a holiday. We argue over food selections And I'm all always the time. right. Is that so? I don't know about yeah. that. Because remember that one time we were at a restaurant and you weren't sure if you were going to like something and I told you to order it you're going to like it and did you like it? Okay, I'm not going to argue with that but like, again, stuffing is one of those things Yes, but that that doesn't mean you're always right See you Monday No, when you have those leftovers like I said, you got to take advantage of them you have turkey soup, you got turkey sandwiches you got turkey by itself just have your thanksgiving dinner over again for like a couple days in a row if you do it right if you do it right you can make it last a week yeah exactly and that's what i love about it and i don't get tired of it it's one of those things that just continues to be good now chris i have to ask though what's your favorite thanksgiving food there isn't just one if you have if I had to pick stuffing. Out of everything, stuffing? Yep. The gotcha. homemade stuffing. I don't do the, you know, right. the pre-made. I don't do the, you know, you buy it in a bag and you just add the extra ingredients. No. I make the stuffing stuffing homemade. Straight from a loaf of bread. I mean, homemade is the way to go with pretty much anything, to be honest. Um... And, you know, for me, let's see. Oh, God. If I had to pick one thing, um, it's more common name is Watergate, uh, Watergate Salad. In my family, we call it Green Stuff. That's just the name that ended up sticking with us for whatever reason. Is that and the Jello? That's the Jello. Uh, so it's uh, pistachio pudding, 
uh, whipped cream, pineapple, and marshmallows. Well, I didn't know we could pick a dessert. Actually, we don't use it as dessert. We use it as a side. You know, we always used it as a side in my family on Thanksgiving when we used to make it. But any other time of the year when we make it, it's treated as a dessert. Don't ask me why. Yeah, no, When we save it for holidays, so mainly Thanksgiving slash Christmas. And we use that as a side then, and it's fantastic. You know, Nick, I feel like it's very early to be talking about Thanksgiving still. You know, it feels early, but it's next week. I mean, it's less than a week away now, so... I don't care. You know what? I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving. No? No celebration for you? Nope. Mm, That's terrible. Yeah. I'll tell you why later on, but... No, yeah. no Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, I, you know, this whole conversation of Thanksgiving, it all started with me. And then somehow you kind of took the ship and drove away with it. I was going to say, since Thanksgiving's obviously Thursday, Friday, we have an episode. I thought it was such a genius idea. And Nick supported the idea all the way that Friday morning, instead of a news episode, we would have a Thanksgiving style good news episode. You know, it's something we started with Christmas uh, last year. And, you know, it just seems like one of those things where when we have a holiday like this, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all those, it's a perfect time to do a good news episode. You know, get some happiness, get some joy um, into these episodes and just really make the day better. See, Nick, I knew, you know, I didn't even have to say it to you. I didn't even have to convince it to you. And you were just on board with the idea. And you know why? Because I'm just so smart. You know, there are certain things we agree on. (laughs) Mostly everything because I pressure you into agreeing to it. Uh Uh-huh. Or I just wear you down. (laughs) No, I mean, we agree on most things naturally, but, you know. So... I can't wait for Friday morning Thanksgiving good news. Now, I might be, you know, with a little leftover Thanksgiving food that I can scround up. I might be eating it while Nick's telling me good news because I do very little talking, so I can just be eating food and Nick can be talking. Yeah, but, you know, right now... Listening to me eat and suck it. (laughs) Right now, we're getting, you know, a little ahead of ourselves. That's next week. Nick's right. That is a little premature, but you know what? I wanted to say it now because I'm excited. I'm excited for that more than I am actual holiday because I love just sitting and listening to good news stories for at least a half hour of my life. So, but anywho... Getting into some news, the 5th District Court of Appeals has officially permanently blocked OSHA's controversial mandate for companies with more than 100 employees at their company. Even though they have permanently blocked it, this is not the end of the process. Wednesday, a specific panel of judges held the multi-circuit lottery. In the 5th Circuit, yes, the three panel judges decided late last week to uphold its state army OSHA rule, calling it a, quote, one-size-fit-all sledgehammer. But the Fifth Circuit is not the only one hearing cases surrounding this OSHA rule. Cases are being heard in the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 11th, and the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. 
According to the federal statute, when this happens, a multi-circuit lottery is held, and it is presided over the judicial panel made up of seven circuit judges designated by Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts. So the rules for all of this is that no two judges can be from the same district and four judges must agree for any decision to be made. This panel is called the Judicial Panel on Multi-District Litigation. So who sits on this panel? These are all district court judges from different states. Two were appointed by President George W. Bush. Two were appointed by President Clinton. Two were appointed by President George H.W. Bush, and one was appointed by President Obama. Those judges, by means of selection, designate one court of appeals from the circuit's current pending cases before them and consolidate them into one circuit. That means the only circuits going to the lottery will be, as we said before, the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 11th, and the D.C. circuits. Each circuit gets one single entry, no matter how many lawsuits have been filed in that district. So then on Wednesday, we learned what appellate court will hear the consolidated cases over the OSHA's controversial rule that requires workers at companies in the U.S. with more than 100 employees to either get vaccinated or test weekly. Which court is going to be hearing the case is a result of the multi-circuit lottery that we just explained to you. Now, the legal fate of this OSHA rule does not apply to the CMS mandate, nor does it apply to the federal worker or contractor vaccine mandate. We will get into lawsuits against those cases here in a minute. And even if this OSHA rule is shut down, does not mean your employer can't put a vaccine mandate into place unless your state says otherwise. The appeal court that will hear all these cases is the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, located in Ohio. This panel usually hears federal cases from Kentucky, Ohio, Michigan, and Tennessee. The judges currently serving in the Sixth Circuit were appointed by several different presidents, including George W. Bush, Clinton, Reagan, Carter, Trump, Obama, and George H.W. Bush. A date for when the cases are being heard has not been set yet. When it is, you will be the first to know on our Twitter and in the following episode. We have been talking about the OSHA vaccine testing rule, but that is not the only mandate that is out and being put into place. There are other mandates for healthcare workers and federal contractors along with federal contractors. We have an update on those two vaccine mandates and a tiny one for the OSHA mandate. So there are so many lawsuits with so many different complaints from so many different states. It would be impossible to talk about each and every single lawsuit and keep it up to date since lawsuits are being filed by the day. And this process is nowhere near done. It is not over until all the appeals are exhausted from both sides and the courts have ultimately ruled on all these separate mandates. And it is very possible these cases will make it to the Supreme Court 
but the high court does not take every appeal case it is presented. The justice may take one of these if it gets there. But then again, they might not. And with that said, let's talk about where we stand with the CMS vaccine mandate. That mandate imposed by the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid is being challenged by dozens of states in separate federal courts. The Centers for Medicaid and Medicare continue to say that they have the authority to move forward with this policy. Obviously, time is ticking because that mandate says that workers who fall into this category must have their first dose of a vaccine no later than December 6th. At this time, there is no pause, stay, or injunction on the mandate. We will have to see what the courts say uh, when it comes to the rule and if the losing party decides to appeal. Now, let's talk about the federal workers and contractors vaccine mandate. This mandate is also facing several legal challenges. Unions, federal workers, federal contractors have all filed a lawsuit. So far, judges hearing two separate cases have actually denied federal workers' initial request for a preliminary injunction to stop this mandate from moving forward. That means, as of right now, it's still going ahead. Again, this does not mean it is over. The cases are still moving through the court system. And just like the CMS mandate, time is of the essence as the vaccine deadline gets closer and closer. Lastly, when it comes to the OSHA mandate that we were talking about earlier with the Sixth Court of Appeals being selected by the circuit lottery uh, to hear all the cases for, since then OSHA has put out a statement saying they would take no steps to implement or enforce the rule while this legal process plays out in the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. But you need to remember enforcement was never going to happen before the January 4th deadline anyway. Second, this statement does not mean OSHA is giving up. In that very same statement, OSHA says that Quote, it remains confident in its authority to protect workers in emergencies, end quote. Like every other mandate, we will have to see what the judges say. Workers are back on the job this week after a deal was finally reached between the union and the company of John Deere. Last night, 61% of its 10,000 employees approved the contract. And in this new contrast, it spans over the next six years. It gives an instant 10% raise to all employees with more bonuses and raise throughout the next six years. And this contract covers 12 plants in Iowa, Illinois, and Kansas. Now, briefly touching on capital riot convictions, Jacob Chansley, the 33-year-old, who notoriously stormed the Capitol on January 6th with a spear and bullhorn while wearing a horned headpiece made of coyote skin, was sentenced to 41 months in prison after pleading guilty to several charges related to the riot. While testifying, he told God several times he would not do anything like that again. Prosecution wanted him to get much less than the average jail time for his role in the January 6th attack. Getting into rapid news, Apple will now be allowing customers to fix their own iPhones. And Nick has a report on this available right now on Medium. And 
in August of this year, 4.3 million people quit their jobs with 4.4 million quitting their jobs in September for a total of 8.7 million people. Nick, 8.7 million people quit their jobs last month, the last two months. I think I have a theory on why. What is this theory? They all quit their jobs because they want to be the first to hear Nick's good news story for Friday morning. Well... I do have a story, as always, and honestly, this story is just beautiful to me, right? So, 12-year-old Abraham, uh, he had a very, you know, life-threatening disease. If he did not get a bone marrow transplant, his condition could have very well become fatal. However, one bone marrow transplant later, as well as one session of chemo later, he was out of the hospital and getting healthier by the day. But that's not the only, you know, that's not it. So Abraham got the chance to, you know, make a wish with the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And a lot of people, when they go through this foundation, they take the chance to go on the trip they always wanted to take or get something that they always wanted, something like that. But Abraham had different ideas. His wish was to feed the homeless uh, one day out of the month for the entire year. So he did 12 different sessions. You know, he's working on doing 12 different sessions to feed the homeless in the cities nearby. And his original goal was to help 80 homeless people. But he said that even after this year is up and the Make-A-Wish end of things is up, he wants to continue this journey. He wants to continue helping the homeless because, you know, he said he loves being able to help those that really need it. And he says that they're very appreciative of it. You know, some of them thank him and even sing to him um, because of how grateful they are. So it's something that he wants to continue doing uh, as time goes on. So, you know, he took his condition and took everything he was going through, had the opportunity to do something, you know, had the chance to make a wish and do something that he really wanted to do. And he chose to help as many people as he could. You know, most people with their Make-A-Wish, they go to Disney. Yeah. And then this kid feeds the homeless for an entire year. It's honestly just beautiful. Like, when you're going through... Someone is a proud mama. Oh, yeah. No, if I... You know, I can't imagine how just proud his parents are, you know? Because, yeah, it, it would have been so easy for him to just you know get something and even there was a quote from the mom saying that on one hand she was you know surprised that he didn't use it to get like a playstation or something like that um you know something that he wanted but instead you know he went and decided to help other people um and honestly, that's just amazing. You take the condition that you're going through, you take the situation that you're going through and the struggle you're going through and use the opportunity to do something good because of that condition to help others who are struggling. That's just absolutely beautiful, in my opinion. 
What an excellent good news story, Nick. That is the end of this Friday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you are always in the know. Follow us on our personal accounts to see what we are up to. Check out my account before Nick's because mine is so much better than his. Whoa, whoa, Check whoa. out our Medium articles. But until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, guys. Check out mine.